start that countdown. Five, four, you better strap yourself in. Three, two, buckle up, motherfucker, fucker. Five, wait, why'd you go back to five? It's time for the Dan Fogler 4D Experience Oh my God, Mr. Sandman! Make her the sweetest that I've ever seen. Send me a dream. <laughs> Make, Make her the sweetest that I've ever seen. Now I want to watch Back to the Future. Now, right? <laughs> oh, there you go. Got okay. Here. Right. So uh, we're recording. We are uh, in the 40X Labs uh, in Hollywood, uh, and we are with the 40X team again. Uh, welcome to the Dan Fogler 40 Experience. We just saw um, First Man. And um, let's just set this up for a second. Uh, Damien Chazelle directed this movie. <laughs> Holy cannolis. Uh, so he directed Whiplash, which I loved. And he also directed uh, La La Land, which I, I didn't love. <laughs> <laughs> and he directed this, which I love. So the next one I'm not going to love, and then the next one after that I'm going to love. <laughs> but uh, so this, um, I've seen a bunch of 40X movies, and uh, this one is, I think, the classiest 40X movie I've seen uh, in, the, in the regard that... Uh, um, you know, you usually go to a 40X movie. It's like the last one I saw was the Predator movie. It's like, a, you know, it's a popcorn, you know, adventure, uh, fantasy kind of fun thing to do. You go see Star Wars, you know, you go see uh, you go see the Mission Impossible movie. Now, this was an incredible uh, combination of Oscar award winning material, um, Academy Award uh, worthy performances and enhanced by the 40s experience um and if i tell you it feels like you know you you feel like it, it looks like it's really hard to get <laughs> to the moon you know <laughs> it looks like it's really really difficult uh to get there um and and you feel like you've been through the mill after this movie you feel like you've felt the literally felt the g-forces of it the rattling of uh breaking through the atmosphere um i have some awesome gentlemen with me today they were the editors of the 40x um aspect of the movie gentlemen you want to introduce yourselves yeah absolutely uh, my name is michael martinez and i'm the senior editor here at 40x and i'm justin latimer and i'm one of the motion editors here Hi, uh, my name is David Bay, and uh, I'm one of the editors here, and uh, I edit the effect for this movie. Okay, awesome. I just want to thank Sarah Edge and uh, Brett Deacon, who are, uh, you know, I, uh, greatest people in the world, as far as I'm concerned. These are, <laughs> these, uh, I've been dealing with uh, these lovely folks um, since the beginning of the of my podcast and uh, marriage, the marriage of uh, 40X, and now they're our sponsor, and so... Um, here we are. And so are you guys really proud of this? You should be. 
Absolutely. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Easily. So proud of it. Yeah. Um, so we had. Okay, so let's hear, here's a little bit more of a setup. We had the we had uh, the SpaceX people here. Did we lose our SpaceX guy? He left, huh? <laughs> he woke up. We have one left. He was just like, ah, I'm out of here, man. Anyway, um, I just I thought it would be cool since uh, you know Elon Musk. I saw him on Joe Rogan recently. You know. Oh yeah, didn't we all? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, and, um, and I thought, you know, why the hell? But the, they, they they got the hell out. But what was really interesting was um, uh, just synchronicity. The the yesterday, randomly, um, I'm friends with uh, uh, Ellie Alden, uh, who is young, who plays young Harry Potter's mom in the Harry Potter series. I met her during the cons, one of the leaky cons. And she said, hey, you know, if you're ever in L.A., my dad works for SpaceX. So I, I was like, yeah, let me let me take a tour. So I was randomly there yesterday wow. um, walking around on the factory floor. Um, her dad, Philip, who was like a, one of the original engineers there um, and was showing me how these rockets are built and and just seeing what their intention is after the last 10 years, how quickly they have grown. And they're they're heading for Mars, man. They want to, they want to um, uh, colonize Mars, and uh, and I asked about the moon, and I was just like, what? Yeah, what about the moon? And, and uh, I actually wanted to. There's no more SpaceX people here, <laughs> but I wanted to ask them about it. Um, I, <laughs> I guess they were hesitant to, you know, the, no disclosure. Right. But uh, but I'm I, I'm curious about the. You know why they're not why they're going to Mars and not the Moon. I've always been very curious about the Moon, and, and you know there's a lot of conspiracies around around the Moon. You guys have heard about these, right? Kind a few, of a few, yeah. A few of them. What have you heard? I mean, like I don't know. There's like colony, like there's like some like bases there or something. I don't know. Right, that Weird. they that they that the guys got there. Yeah. Uh, Armstrong and, and the boys landed. Wasn't there a movie that came out like Apollo 18 where it was like a horror movie? There's like yeah. some kind of creatures going on. They up found there. some crazy shit there. Yeah. <laughs> there was a recent um, thing where they uh, they said they were nuking the moon for uh, trying to find water underneath the surface. <laughs> and, uh, and the moon gonged like a gong. Oh my gosh. Which said to them, wait a minute, is this thing metal and hollow? <laughs> okay, there was that one. And then there's and then of course there's the whole Kubrick uh conspiracy. Yeah. Um uh there's a there's a documentary room room two three seven, right? Uh <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> what were you laughing at? Oh, I just I just know I love that reference. <laughs> the room two three seven, the oh, reference, yeah. right? Yeah. Of uh he that supposedly uh Kubrick directed The Shining yeah. um, because uh, he really was freaking out because he wanted to tell the world what he couldn't. And what that was was that he, he was the guy who filmed the, filmed the moon landing, <laughs> and uh, supposedly. So he left little clues in The Shining. So there, there, there's all sorts of conspiracies around the moon. And uh, there's certain moments in this where... Because one of the big things is like, hey, um, 
how how was there a film crew on the moon when they landed? And then they had that that shot of the uh, the camera like that's on the one shot, of the shot, legs. Shadow shot. The what? The shadow shot. The shadow that's shot, right? Right, where some of the shadows are in the wrong place. That we talking about certain conspiracies. Well, no, well, it's the shadow shot of, and they announced it in the moon right before he right before he walks out when he yeah. lands. They say, "Oh, I'm gonna pause for this for a shadow shot," and so it's the idea of you see him about to walk onto the moon, or right? Step off. Right. The, but I was curious where that angle comes from. You know, if you if you don't, they explained it that there was a camera that was stuck to the side of the, stuck to the side of their ship that mm-hmm. got that angle. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting. You know, go online and look into it. You know, mm-hmm. we none of us have been there. <laughs> Although you guys really made it feel like <laughs> we were going there. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay, so what I did notice, what I did notice, mm-hmm. we had all the SpaceX people here, and they're sitting, and they're all giggling, and oh, we know this is fun, and but they all shut the hell up. In the beginning, like they're talking through the beginning of the movie, and then s- that first scene, where th- where you're, the seats are rattling, right. and you're hearing just the just this, um, Neil is is uh, breaking the um, the atmosphere for the first time, right. right? And Gosling, you see, it's just the very first scene in the movie, and uh, you see this. Uh, it's it, the movie does an amazing job of being really intimate. And you feel like this, it's like an independent movie, even though it's just epic fucking adventure. <laughs> so you're in there, you're in the capsule, this this um, prototype capsule mm-hmm. with Neil. You're 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 hearing the you're feeling the, the G forces. You're rattling along with him inside this thing, and I, you just felt the silence come over the room, right? Oh yeah. And right. these are people who, you know, are around simulators and around. They built this stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was really quite interesting how um I, I was just it just felt like you got their attention you know it's it's always nice getting kudos from like the actual professionals like for instance like i was yeah what was kind of would you guys talk to them after what, yeah. what, what were they saying yeah um well there you know there's there's one guy that told me like you know when you're actually blasting up or when you're taking off on a rocket you actually you were kind of rolling left and right, but really it's more of a of a you know forward and back kind of thing. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's definitely good to know for the mm-hmm. next one. And even like uh, past movies we've done, like with like Furious Eight, for instance, you know, it's like um, I've never ridden in a Lamborghini. I personally I haven't. And people were like, how did you make it feel like you're riding in that you know whatever uh, uh, Mustang? And it's like, dude, I'm just we're just. I'm just mimicking what, what what I'm hearing and seeing on the screen, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, right. But it's really nice to to get the kudos, you know, from the from the legit professionals. So, so you so he was telling you what it was like to be. Were you talking to an astronaut? Was there an astronaut here that knew what it was like to be in one of these capsules? Uh, I mean, he di- he didn't go into that detail, but yeah. I, I, based on what all the information he was telling yeah. me, I, I'm going to assume yes. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was wow. it was very insightful though. Um, yeah. And because um, I, I thought they were all part of like the, um, the ground control. crew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It None was, of them are here, <laughs> <laughs> so we have no clue. <laughs> well, uh, so what was your favorite part of uh, of this movie? Like, what was your favorite part to edit? Ooh, I think for me it was the the Agena um, 
sequence when they're uh, spinning out of control in space. Um, because it's oh, kind yeah. of, you know, it's like kind of standard routine. And then all of a sudden, boom, like that's the moment of the movie where everything just kind of goes wrong. It's like calm, it's the calm before the storm and then boom, it hits. Um, and so that was really fun. They I, did I that so well. Uh, well, I, I just, I don't know. I just kind of. I kind of mimicked what I saw, and you know, um, I just I I went with it, and it was it was a lot of fun to design. So I thought that um, you know, but it's what you guys are doing is this extra layer that you feel like incredibly Im even more immersed in into the movie. Mm -hmm. And what I saw, which I was actually watching this demo outside that you guys here have here in the lab. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really kind of lovely um, where you have, you, you went out to South Africa or Africa? Oh, South America. South America. Yeah. And um, you were finding um, blind kids. Yeah. And they were writing out their stories. And then you were writing out the feeling, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the vibrations of that yeah. story. In the, mm -hmm. uh, and they sit in the chair. And it's like, okay, um, in their ear, they hear, okay, now we're running down the, you know, <laughs> you're running down the, the hill like you, you know, you basically wrote out and, and, and created their own little stories that they had, and you helped them feel the journey, yeah. right? And, and I, I, I just like, that's so beautiful, right? I mean, I just feel like this is, that's such a, that's something that, you know, like I said, you this is this has taken a leap with this movie i feel like yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I mean, into a very classy zone and then right. on the other on the other side you have this lovely you know interactive uh experiment experience that you're having with blind kids mm -hmm. and making their um dreams and their stories come true in a way that they couldn't even ever imagine yeah. right uh, to me, that's that's like one of just one of the many benefits of this job. It's like you can give, you can give this experience to like anybody, really, you know. And it's, I don't know, it's it's really special to be part of something something mm -hmm. like this. But so. there's, there, but you, you you can't underestimate that you you have the senses, and and you guys are really trying to um, tantalize the senses. Mm -hmm. But just you, you can't beat feeling. Right. When you actually feel like you're <laughs> yeah. like you're there, yeah. I mean, you. I, I don't. You know, first of all, it's, it, I just find it fascinating <laughs> um, how they recreated this. So they re. So they they recreated this movie that was. It looked like because a lot of the instruments and the equipment they were using looked like it was like the original equipment. Yeah, it absolutely. was like yeah. looked like it was pretty used. Yeah. Right, um, and uh, so and what I saw, you know, when I went into SpaceX, the technology has not really changed in the sense that when you go up there, you cannot take a lot of material with you. So these guys are flying up there with, in, in, inside aluminum tin cans, man, mm -hmm. and and so they really made you feel like. You, I, I was in there with them. And yeah. the last time I felt like that was Apollo 13, oh, where yeah, you really, you, you know, you have those great actors, Hanks, steering, 
you know, everyone remembers that remembers that scene where they're trying to keep the earth in the window. Yeah. Got, I got an elephant on my back, you know, that <laughs> fucking and you and 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 can you imagine what that would have been like with 40X? Yeah. Okay. What they did in this movie, First Man, you really felt like, oh, these guys, even though Gosling's a movie star, you're just like you, the suspension of disbelief really works because he he he's he really loses himself in the part. Right. Mm-hmm. I and, mean, yeah, he's he's so focused, and it's yeah. like, and I, I see what you're saying about like you know the intensity of it, and it's like you really f- I, you you worry for these guys. You, even wor- even like when they're doing their like press conferences in that yeah. one scene, he's like, I you know if I can choose one thing to take up there, it'd be more fuel. Right. And like that brought me back to Paul Thirteen, where it's yeah. just like, man, like you know, it's like a race against time, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, there's there's so many only you know uh, so many factors. Like, like he even told his kids, like, you know, um, everything has to go right in order for this to succeed. You know, a lot of oh um, god, yeah. <laughs> What's your what are you guys favorite um, favorite space movies? So, so oh we got Apollo god. thirteen. I love the right stuff. <laughs> oh. Do the right stuff is yeah that's yeah a good one. that that was it felt like it was similar to this where you see the guy the astronauts being put through the ringer. And and having to having to run the gauntlet of just being able to you know be allowed to go to space. Mm-hmm. Um, what other movies? Interstellar. Interstellar. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved Interstellar. Interstellar. Interstellar was excellent, but still, that was that kind of lands in the two thousand one like Kubrickian yeah, yeah. fantasy yeah. zone. Yeah. Fantasy. But when I'm talking about an uh, astronaut movie, it's kind of like I guess like this. Yeah. Where it's where you where you you're like oh my god these guys are uh, not superhuman yeah. these guys are just you know Armageddon was I mean I, I know well, that's that's, a, that's very fantasy I, but... I, I know, I yeah, know yeah, that's yeah. very Michael Bay you know at his best but yeah uh, yeah you know I was I I I was one of those kids <laughs> I've told this to many people but I was one of those kids where every time I watched the movie I I wanted to be in the movie. And that I mean that's another reason why I love this job so much. But like uh, again, going back to Paul Thirteen, that was like one of my first space movies I watched as a yeah. kid, and I I was so determined to be an astronaut when I saw that. Um, and then really? like and then Armageddon came out. I was I was maybe like I don't know ten at the time, <laughs> and that just kind of like revamped it. You know, <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> now that I'm growing up, I'm like, wow, that was that was insane. But um, I don't know. Those have a very sentimental feeling for me. Oh so. yeah, I, I there. The same journey as, you know, the the pilgrims, you know, landing mm-hmm. on Plymouth Rock is the mm-hmm. same. It's the same. It's evolution, manifest destiny, oh. you know. Um, and you can't help when you watch these stories feel like that's a part of us. Right. Each of us right. stepping on the moon. To yeah. push the limits. Yeah, yeah. when he and says it's a one, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Yeah. Right. God damn, that's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you really feel that in your heart. Yeah. Um, so now we're trying to go to Mars. You know, what's that, after that? <laughs> is that true? Because first of all, spoilers. <laughs> Neil Armstrong's life was heart wrenching. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, man, he had a supposedly. Uh, how much of this is true? I'm not sure. But in this story, uh, he had a daughter who died, mm-hmm. right. uh, and oh my God, you got the sense that. And Gosling was fantastic. Yeah. There's just a pain, so much pain that he yeah. has to run away to the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah. To and deal with this daughter's. That was the biggest loss. Yeah. And I don't know if that's true, but did he did did Neil Armstrong really put his daughter's bracelet into the sea of tranquility to drop it into the crater? 
I don't know, but I, I bought sure, it. I oh, sure hope so. God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I sure hope so now. I was just weeping. <laughs> weeping. Yeah. I, I, I think this movie's going to win a lot of awards. Yeah, it should. It it's deserves it. I, ho- I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. How it's... I don't see how it can't. Yeah. It's, it's got everything. A lot of, yeah. It's got, it's got everything. Yeah. It's... Um, Absolutely. And uh, what a cast. Excellent cast. Hmm. Um, but fuck Gosling, man. Just... just I wonder if I wonder how much of his per, Neil's personality that he that he captured, where mm. of you, you size it up and you're just like, yeah, this is the kind of person that would be able to survive this. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guy that it seems like his pain threshold and his um, his ability to uh, deal with high intensity situation. Right. Focus. It's yeah. like he's able to he's able to focus. And 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 just tune everything out. Yeah. I mean, but that's a big metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's has to tune shit out because he otherwise he he wouldn't be able to do what he does. And so many times in the movie, he's he's telling people, I I I, I can't. I can't be human with you right now. Yeah, like in the space when <laughs> yeah. they're trying to figure out that that equation. He's Wait. like, "Sorry, I, I have yeah, to I have to be this. a robot yeah, right too now. Too busy right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, too, I'm too busy right so now. So true. Right? Oh my do, god. I'm yeah. trying to do the math. I'm trying to trying to figure things. Yeah, and and here he is, one one small leaf for man, one mm. giant leaf for mankind. This is guy is our the voice of humanity, yeah. and he is has a really hard time <laughs> dealing with his own emotions. Yeah, isn't that interesting? God, what a beautiful movie. What a movie. If people, if people didn't get, didn't appreciate this movie, they're a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, as I lose my voice, I think that I, I think they're taking it out of the movie theaters in 40x. I think that's a stupid mistake. I think they got to put it back in. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'm a, I, I, because you had all the SpaceX people here. They vouch for the G forces. Right. You want to see what it feels like to to be up in a space capsule. If you ever had that that need, or you know, you know, if you've ever been curious of what it feels like to just break out of our atmosphere, this re- this movie really helps you feel that way. And, and you know, yeah. and not in a not in a Millennium Falcon kind right, of way, right. but in an extremely yeah. real kind Danger. of. Yeah. I think it was yeah. really, uh, and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they've. Like you said, they vouched for that. It was very accurate on a lot of levels. Um, yeah. I think one of my favorite moments was when they open the hatch, when they're on the moon and they open the hatch, and it just goes to silent. Yeah. Oh, God. And that's like from a sound designer's perspective, it's, yeah. it's silent in outer space. And that was that silence was so, so intense. So ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other conspiracy is um, that NASA, you know, you always you don't see um, the stars mm-hmm. ever. You know, you see the moon, mm-hmm. and you see, and when you're on the moon, you see the sun and the earth. Yeah. Where the fuck are the stars? <laughs> Same thing happened in this movie. Right. And I wish some of the SpaceX guys were here. Oh, oh, man. Man. oh I Where are the stars? <laughs> um, well, there's no atmosphere, too. On yeah, the, but on so the what? Shouldn't the stars be super duper? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, At that point? You see more sure. stars? Exactly. Like, yeah, there's like less filter. You yeah. Thank less, you. Yeah. Thank you. There's a lot we don't know about the moon, and there's and and uh, and um, yeah, I'm curious why they're not going there and they're going to Mars. Maybe they what? That's why they left. <laughs> um, Secrets. It's almost eleven eleven. We should probably make a wish. 
um, I think that this film, you guys should be really proud of it. I, I, I don't know what kind of feedback. What, what, what are the critics saying about this movie? What are, what are they? Uh... I mean, I've heard that like, you know, they they thought that a lot of handheld negative comments. If I were to say it, that it, the handheld aspect. Yeah, yeah. Of... Some people thought that that was like too much for some people. That kind of stuff. Well, uh, get over yourselves. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what I say. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it felt that, that helped with. The, it, you felt like you were there with them. My my opinion, I thought it was absolutely perfect. Like the, the shot on film, the film grain was just like uh, just went perfectly for the the, the era. Yes. It, it just looked everything was incredible. It's a gorgeous film. Everyone make a wish. It's eleven eleven. Mm, winning lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're not supposed movie. to tell anybody. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, first man cast let's talk about this cast for a second yeah. yes because um well gosling fantastic claire foy oh my claire God, foy she is incredible <laughs> yeah my god so subtle what else has she been in that i that the i crown would, is the crown yeah crown she's excellent uh kyle chandler who always is basically himself i don't <laughs> care he's great uh he's always awesome he was in uh friday night lights which is where I first uh, started enjoying him. Um, Corey Stahl plays Buzz. Mm, plays yes. him as a prick. Yeah. I know it all. Right? And, uh, but then at the end, he kind of redeems himself. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's quite... House of Cards. Yeah. Yes, yes. He, guy, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jason Clark. Jason who's, Clark, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's um, John, John Connor. John Connor. <laughs> in that, in that. Planet of the Apes, yeah. No, no. Wait, yeah, was no, he in Planet of the Apes? He, he was in Planet of the Apes. He was. But he was John Connor in, in uh, the... Uh, yeah. But he was like bad John Connor right. in the Terminator movies. <laughs> yeah. In Genesis. 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 Oh, my gosh. Genesis. <laughs> they spelled yeah. it weird. Very interested for the next oh, one, for sure. Uh, and uh, this kid, Luke Haas. Mm. Fuck, man. I know this kid. Shea Wingham is in everything. He's always great. Uh... Let's look up Lucas Haas for a second. I know this face. Look at Daniel Haas. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, you you guys would know this cat. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's in this. He, he was a kid actor, and now he's good for him. He's uh, he's doing stuff as an adult. Um, wow. 50 feature films. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's very impressive. This guy, um, Jason Clark, who was uh, John Connor, he was also in, uh, I think he was Ted Kennedy in Chappaquiddick, right? Is that, is, did he also play that part? Well. Yeah, he did. And Ethan Embry, hey, there's another Oh, guy. I remember him, yeah. There's uh, another guy who's can't a kid. Can't hardly wait. <laughs> yeah. Another kid actor is yeah. doing well. Good for them. You guys, uh, what, what, I mean, is there any validity to um, conspiracies about the moon? Like, what, I mean, what, do, what do you guys think? <laughs> it's weird, right? There's a lot of stuff out there about it. There was, like, this uh, ancient uh, aborigine mythology where, uh, you ever heard about this one? Where they said that there was a time before the moon where we all had not five senses, but, like, ten, twenty senses. Now you have the Hopi and you have all of these ancient tribes uh -huh. who have retained that ancient knowledge and they describe those senses as astral projection and 
talking to birds and plants and shit and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh they say that there was a time before the moon and then and where it w the earth was like very calm. It was like Eden and you know, time wasn't an issue because we nothing was spinning. It was just kind of we were just like chilling or we were spinning real slow and our age we could, you know, people were living to hundreds of years. Sounds weird, huh? <laughs> Sounds like I don't know, a lot of ancient stories. So then the moon came and then the earth started spinning, the seasons came, we 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 started spinning faster so we, you know, we lost our senses uh for some reason. So it, that, I think that's, there's something interesting about that. I look up at the moon, and I wonder why the fuck we only see one side of it. If it's spinning, and we're spinning, why are we in this hammer-throw relationship with the moon? I don't know. It's weird to me. Isn't it weird to you guys? Man, never thought about all this, but I'm like tripping out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am like genuinely tripping out. You're putting something in my head right now. Yeah. I mean, they talk about the dark side of the moon. They talk about, yeah, you know, we ain't never seen what's over there. We've never been there. We've only seen wow. these lovely movies. We've only heard tales. It's so true. You know what I'm saying? Pink Floyd was onto something there. Then. Oh, yeah. You probably awakened another sense, you know. It's like psychedelic, you know. Yeah. Anyway. This was uh, very interesting, fellas. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. No, I want to thank the 40X people. How long have we been going? How long was that? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, that's it? Well, I think that's good. I think that's good okay. because uh, I'll be able to, I'll tack this on to uh, another episode and uh, it will be like Voltron. It'll be like a, <laughs> its own, like. I like that. That was good. Uh, <laughs> mega episode. Nice. So, uh, and I'll be back here soon. We're going to do uh, yes. Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, awesome um, very yeah. excited about that. And what else? Um, what else? What's coming out next? Grinch, right? Yeah. Grinch. Uh, and what else is, sh uh, should, else should I be looking for? Fantastic. And then yeah, Fantastic Mortal. Beasts. Mortal Engines. Mortal who? Mortal Engines. Engines. Yeah, the um, Peter Jackson. Peter, yeah, the, oh, shit. The guy who yeah, did The think, Hobbit and Jarrah. Yeah, that's a crazy, like, steampunk-looking movie. Yeah. It looks really good. Wait, someone says something recently is coming out, right? Uh, Bohemian. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Holy shit, in 40X. Okay, that's really exciting, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on. Of course. All right. Thank you. 40X Thank you forever. <laughs> 40X forever. <laughs> It's 2018. Time to upgrade your movie watching experience. Check out 40X today and get into the action. Stretch your senses beyond the screen. 40X is an immersive full sensory theater experience. Equipped with wind, fog, rain, scents, and a ton of effects to bring you into the story. Feel the force vibrate with every lightsaber duel. Feel the wind rip through a train heist! And every twist and turn on the high speed chase! Yeah! 40X has theaters in Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Washington, D.C., and many more slated to open in a 40X theater near you soon! 40X USA on Facebook! <laughs> um, so, this is very special. Oh, I hear you. Oh, wow. Are you like a... I'm a girly pot smoker. Oh, are you? <laughs> are you like a... Are you like a germ freak? Sometimes. Sometimes. Are you? Sometimes a little bit, yeah. I am too. 
I, I mean, I have to wash my hands a lot. I wash my hands a lot. I yeah. wash my, I wipe off my phone a lot. Yeah. You know how dirty your phones are? Oh, so disgusting. They're so dirty. And traveling on the planes. The planes are scary. So disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, apples, right? Yeah. I have a hard time with them because I feel like they've been touched by many people. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just, I eat them and I'll do, I'll, yeah. I'm good. I just, apples have, are a whole other horror story. With all the things they spray on them. That too. Yeah. And then also if I pick it up like at a deli or something, I'm like, how many people have touched this? I use these to smoke out of. I know, which I like because it reminds me of... What does it remind you of? Being 15. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> when you don't have a... When we didn't have a, a pipe, you know? I, yeah, I made it as a habit because this is what happens. Like, I'll, By the way, Zoe Kravitz, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. And this is... A, it's, I don't know, whatever. I want to talk to you about you. Okay. And then I want to talk, and then I'm going to embargo myself. Is that the word? Embargoing yourself. I'm going to embargo the shit out of myself <laughs> and talk about Fantastic Beast 2 with you because- Because we're both in that shit. We just saw it too. So good. And Okay, good. So let me know. When do you want to talk about that? Do you want oh, to talk about, whenever. Do you want to talk about that, about that immediately or later? Maybe later. Beautiful. Maybe Yeah. We'll warm up to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so- I like the apples because, yeah, it is like when you're in high school. They're very fun. I also feel like whenever I buy a pipe, I always go like, I need a sturdy pipe, and I don't, and I need that's like glass or something. And I say, do you have Pyrex or something? Oh yes, it's absolutely Pyrex. And I break it like immediately. What I, are you doing with these pipes? They just drop them like an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I'm a stoner. You're, you're high. Yeah, drop things. Exactly. This is to be expected. So now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna fuck it. It's so easy to buy a goddamn apple, <laughs> and then you feel like you're doing something for the environment. Are pipes bad for the environment? Um, <laughs> I'm sure the smelting process of the metal okay. ones. But the, um, the, 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 I could eat this if I had to. You can. And I could spread this, the, the apple seeds, like kind of like uh, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. The, like a spread the joy through the world. Do you plant the apple seeds? I feel like you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, <laughs> I feel like you I, just smoke them and then throw I, them away and then sometimes well, eat them and well, you isn't, realize. Isn't that kind of like doing that? Thinking about doing it? I'll eat, I'll eat a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And then so the seeds are exposed. And uh -huh. then I'll throw the core into like a garden. Oh, you do? You really yeah, do that? Totally. Okay, cool. I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I make sure I got it. Yeah. Unless the, if, if it's just me that's smoking out of it. If it's like 50 people smoking out of it, <laughs> that's a, there's a problem. Also, that. 50 people from no, an apple is a lot. Five people. Okay, that's It's okay. a lot of lips like, on that apple. 50 it's a lot of lips and fingers on it. But it's the same thing with a pipe. You put a lot of lips in. Just put 50 people? Like, I'm trying to think no, of no, the last no, time 50. I had 50 people. No, no, that was me exaggerating. Sharing weed with me. <laughs> College, probably. Yeah, but I feel like that's that it, more like you, you, you put out a joint and then you just let it. Be gone. Yeah, yeah. It's never coming back to no. you. No. Um, so, okay. So, I have to get into this because this is this is very special to have you on the show. Thank you. Do you know why? No. It's, well, we'll, we'll you'll see why. Let's talk <laughs> about your name. Okay. Okay. Your name is Zoe is Isabella mm -hmm. Kravitz. Yes. Okay. Zoe Isabella Kravitz. <laughs> it's kind of one of the greatest names ever. Okay. So, well, do you know the meaning of your name? I know the meaning of my first name. Zoe. Zoe. Means life. Means life. Yes. Greek. Yes. 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 Isabella. Isabella, I don't actually know the meaning of, mm. do you? It's a derivative of, of Elizabeth. 
Okay. Okay. And it means devoted to God. Oh, interesting. Okay. All of these names are like intense like that. Like my name, my first name is Daniel and it's just like, means like God is my judge. <laughs> so it's just like, fuck. And you're reminded whenever someone calls your name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just remember, God is your judge. Also, could you come in here for a minute? <laughs> yeah, exactly. D- Dan, By God the way. Your, Dan, God is your judge. And can you come in here and for a second? And pass the salt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's weird like that. And then your last name is Kravitz, which means weaver or tailor. I did not know that either. Isn't that wonderful? Weaver Everyone's got tailor. these like amazing names. So your name is basically life devoted to God, weaver. I'm a life weaver. You're a life weaver. Life weaver. <laughs> life weaver. Okay, that's your that's like That's my new nickname. That's your new nickname. What's up, you I'm have, Life Weaver? You have, that's my burning man name. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Life Weaver. I'm Life Weaver. I make my own biodynamic sweaters. <laughs> oh my god, that's Sorry. hysterical. Okay. Okay, now I need you to explain your sec your original nickname, which is Snakeheart. I mean, I can say that my f- the first yes, please, just a little the, bit. The, f- the first meat I ever ate was snake meat, and um, wow. I was raised a vegetarian and a vegan, and um, and a snake <laughs> bit my bit our dog. We were living in Topanga, and um, and. My mom had to kill the snake to save our dog, and she killed it with a shovel in front of me, and then wanted me to understand that when you kill something, you should use it and appreciate it. Yeah. And so she cooked the meat, and we ate it. Yeah. 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 Um, so now she has been dubbed Snakeheart. Yes. Um, My name is Snakeheart. Because I, I, I think that's an excellent... I mean, it must have been awesome, like... Living with your, with your mom. Yeah, my mom's amazing. Yeah, she's an amazing woman, person, artist, yeah. friend, all those things. Um, I mean, I'll say it. I definitely had a crush on her when I was watching the oh, Cosby every, Show. Oh, everybody, everybody. <laughs> she's still she's so wonderfully humble. She doesn't. Um, she still doesn't fully recognize. I think her effect on the world, and still, when she you know does leave the house. Like the seas part ways and people bow and huh. you know she's just people love her. Well, she is like you can even tell and you have the same thing. She has this. You can see her spirit, mm. okay, mm-hmm. and you can and, and on that sitcom when she's surrounded by um, evil, which we didn't know was evil. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that for sure. Yeah, but I was I was going to take it to a more. <clears throat> Yeah, Jesus. Sorry, Christ. I didn't mean to bring it. There. No, no, it's true. It's like inevitable, but because it's out in the world right now. But yeah. you, and you say that name, but here this is. Here she was, this delicate fucking flower in the midst of some really terrible acting. You know? <laughs> some really hokey moments. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. It's yeah, true. yeah. But and then she, but I would, oh, as as a young actor watching it, I would say, yeah, Cosby's Cosby. And everybody and and um, the wife is fantastic, oh, but Felicia still, Rashad would have got us, got us, yeah. But affected theater actors, mm-hmm. and then you have your your mom there, who was just like seemed like she was just like reacting in the moment, like, <laughs> and also kind of wondering what what she's doing here. What the, the fuck time. am I doing here? <laughs> Which was like stands out. Yeah, no, it's true. That's that's cool that you <clears throat> noticed that because I think a lot of people um, just reacted to her beauty. 
but right. she no, had I, yeah. so much going so much more going on yeah yeah had that, so much more going yeah on. like if you had a scene with her and like the older sister or something it was just like hello <laughs> like it's like you can actually see her like acting with her arms <laughs> waving in front of the girl's face like i'm here <laughs> you know, i'm like, down here <laughs> yeah exactly you know i'm not to be not to shit on her but you know it just stands out you have someone who's like fucking so much depth yeah someone yeah. who's like breathing in real time <laughs> and other people who are just like just trying to get their arms to move so I right go upstairs, I, go upstairs, I go downstairs up the stairs oh down the stairs when do i go down the stairs exactly <laughs> so um there's that and then just to, i just you can tell that she's this very spiritual being mm-hmm. and then okay i'm just gonna say this okay i mean you got you got rock star blood. I do. It's pumping through my veins. It's in you. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> I I lost I lost my virginity <gasps> to your dad's music. No. Yes. What song? <sighs> Tell me everything. <laughs> Fields of joy. Wow, what a yeah. great choice. Do you dig that one? I love that song. I um, let me tell you, you know, because. Whatever. Oh, man, what a I'm, great not, I'm not much to look at. So I had to hypnotize them with your father's music. And oh, man, man, that worked really well. Because oh, man. It, oh, man. <laughs> because he is? Yes. Uh, he gets you. You start listening to his music and you start you start moving like him. Yeah. It oh, makes wow. you move like him, which I, makes you sexy. I love that. You dig that? I do. I dig yeah, it. Yeah. Also, I just really like that. That song has such a mm. when it hits, it's so mm. it is so joyous. And it makes wander slowly through the fields. Slowly, slowly through the fields. Slowly, slowly through the field. <laughs> through the field. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> okay, I love that song. So it's next time you choice. see your dad, I'm gonna tell him. Tell him that it's because of him that I'm a sexually active. That you have like, children. Male, that I have that you children. have children. Thank you. Your children should probably. I don't know, should they like, thank my, my dad? My children should thank your dad. They should write him a letter, maybe. I'm going to get them all uh, Lenny Kravitz shirts. <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason you're alive. He's the reason you're here. Exactly. He's the reason you, you pray to him. So, and now, and their relationship was so, like, I mean, like, it's 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 royalty. And which is very interesting because, I don't know, I'm just making a connection to, like, the, it's like, oh, shit, fuck you. Jeez. There's... There's, uh, it's like entertainment royalty. Mm. You're entertainment royalty, and now you're playing mm. the pure blood. The pure blood. Mm-hmm. Isn't that it interesting? is very interesting. We can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, but I just find that so interesting. Like, I wonder if they took that into consideration. I wonder that too. Because you're 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 a rock star in your own right. But it it's definitely a huge part of how I um, connected to Lita, um, who's the character I play in Fantastic Beasts, because she's not only does she have the weight of her family, which is, you know, it's not positive or a negative, but just being someone who people are constantly um, projecting what they think you are based off of where you come from. And that's, I think, a big struggle for, for mm. Lita. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and is that like a parallel thing? Yeah, for you? sure. It's yeah. been a journey getting into just feeling comfortable in my own skin and feeling huh. like I um feeling like I deserve my life and career and yeah. all of that stuff and just and not kind of um, Well, here's the thing. Yeah. 
is that you can get help, which is fine. Everyone gets a little help in this yeah. business. You got to be lucky. You know, it's like a million fucking factors. Yeah. You got you got some help because, oh, yeah. you know, you had some doors open. Fantastic. A lot of people get that fucking help and they get there and they just fucking suck. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you are awesome. Thanks, dude. And and it just shows like you're you're, you're in all aspects of media. Very talented lady. Thank you. Yeah. And- I, I try to remind myself of that. You know, you wouldn't get this far if if you weren't doing the work, you it's know. In your blood. You and can't- I care and I yeah. really do care. And I, you know, I put my heart and soul into things. <clears throat> but um you can't deny the the DNA. You have both of their skills and, and some people it skips a generation, but you got you got all And all, well also my grandmother, my father's mother, she's was an actress, Roxy Roker. Yeah. And she was on the Jeffersons. Holy so. shit. And related to Al Roker. You know, okay, here's the thing, which was funny because we were on the Today Show. Yes! Today. I was so, gonna ask you about that. So I've read <laughs> I, that I fucking he's, I love Al. I, I mean Al. I don't really know him, but I've read that he says that we're related and then I oh, feel he's like just saying that? Well, no one can figure out if it's true. You know, I don't know. I That's don't know. Hilarious. Maybe I'm missing. We should all be 23 and me is really what should happen. That's so funny. Because I feel like I don't think we know if it's true. That's so funny. Well, but maybe way. someone told him it was true. And <laughs> right, then he, right. I don't, we don't know. That but, is you know, hilarious. We, have, we carry the Roker name, whether it's from the same place or not. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, when you were when you're on the Today Show, I mean, I just kind of made a quick eye contact. With him and was like, hey, possible relative, but I don't think you really are. Um, Did he go for the hug or no? No, he didn't even. That's. I think he knows that. I know that, wow. I don't, that we're not really. I don't know. You know that he knows that you know that he knows that you. Yeah, know. we're not related. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. That is hilarious. Well, he and I kind of have a thing every time I'm on the show because. I, had, I directed this movie called Don Peyote, which is like very far out spiritual. You've told me a little bit. Oh, very yeah, yeah, excited. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's out there. And uh, I hear it's a lot like this show Maniac. That uh, I just binged it the last day. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that Jonah we'll Hill's doing. It. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it. So we did it first, motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Wait, what were we just talking about? Uh, well, we were starting with how I'm not related to Al Roker. So Al Roker. So Al Roker had me on his show. To talk about Don Peyote out of all the motherfuckers out there. Interesting. That could have had me. Did he see it and said, I want to talk to this guy? He saw it. And he's like, yeah, I want to talk to Dan about this. I think that's really cool. That is cool. So thank you, Al. He was like, I was like, wow. Never mind. I'm totally related to him. (laughs) The spiritual side of Al Roker. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's something. He knows what's up. Because here he is. He knows there's something going on with the weather. That there's something funky going on with it. That's yep. all I'm going to say. Yep. That's all I'm going to say. You don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> if you know what we're talking about, you know what we're talking yeah. about. And if you don't know what we're talking about, keep on sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so Al knows what's up. I have a, all those all those news folks are in on the uh, the charade. Okay, anyway, I'm going to stop right there. Um, so you're a nice Jewish girl. I'm a Jewish girl yeah, from some... New York. Well, actually born in Los Angeles, but I live in New York. So... So do you celebrate the high holidays or stuff? I'm not any no. I'm we're I'm a very bad Jew. I um when I was growing up I did because our family did. Mm. Um like my my grandmother, you know. So my mother's mother is Jewish and my father's father is Jewish. Right. And so the family specifically on my mother's my grandmother's side, my mom's side, um growing up they all had, you know, all the holidays, the dinners and the 
you know. Were you bat mitzvahed? I was not bat mitzvahed. Good, good. I was not bat mitzvahed. Did you have a sweet 16? I did not have a sweet 16. My dad threw me this huge birthday party when I was 11. I still don't know oh. why. I think it's because he had been on tour a lot and he was like, mm. I'm not throwing you. So I had this insane 11th birthday party, which is still the biggest party I've ever had. Oh, he rented out the that. standard, the bottom of the standard in LA, and just wow. and I was really into Austin Powers at the time, no and so because it was whatever year it was. Um, I love your tastes, <laughs> I really do. Loving Austin Powers, yeah. It's like it's like you don't expect that. Like the first time, like the first you remember the first conversation that we had. No, what it was, was it? just like we hadn't even spoken, and I was like, I mean, Rick and Morty is a whole other oh, situation Rick right and now. Morty. But I was, we were t- I was, I had just started watching Rick and Morty, and and then like our first conversation was like, you like. Rick Morning, oh my god! I was watching it so much while we yeah. were shooting the movie. Yeah, and so you don't expect to have the conversation, you know. <laughs> Austin Powers, Rick and Morty, these are the things that I like. That's what she these are the things that I like. <laughs> I think you know these other things will come out along the course of our conversation. I think people will figure it out. Yeah, who I am, they'll figure out who I am. Who you are? Who I am? We're peeling away the layers. What is your favorite curse word? Go from the Jean-Luc Picard list of curse words. <laughs> what is Wait, what is it? Is curse I want to know now. Um, see, okay, I'm on the fence. I love motherfucker. I love motherfucker. Mm. I love motherfucker. Mm. I love cunt, but I'm also torn about say considering it. No. In my head, I say it a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great word, but I'm torn about Calling it a curse word. <laughs> right. Right? So that's, but I love the word cunt. It's, I mean, it's the equivalent of cock. Cunt cock. It's the other side of cock. Yeah. No, you're totally right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the hard yeah. C, yeah. dirty version. There's dick and pussy, and then cock and cunt. And then vagina and penis. And penis. <laughs> Pick one, and you will Which win box the- are you? <laughs> if the SATs are like that, I would have a great time. <laughs> just cut down. <laughs> Which box are you? <laughs> Is that what you just said? Yeah, like click, click your box. Are you a vagina? Stop clicking your box. Stop it. Stop clicking your box. Sorry. Okay, here's the other thing, which is amazing. And like the other like sexiest person in the world that is like associated with you. Mar- Marissa Tomei is your fucking godmother? She's my godmother. <laughs> what the fuck? I want to go by for like, a, you know, family, a family dinner. Holidays. Our Thanksgivings are very fun. I we, bet. We, they are very fun. I bet. Yeah, they're good. Oh my God. Does everybody come by? I mean, yeah. Mar- Marissa always almost comes by for Thanksgiving. My, I love her. She's like one of she's my favorites. The, she's the best. Have you ever met her? Never. She's the best. So her and my mom have been friends since they were... Unbelievable. You know, in their probably late teens or something, and they were on a different world together, and so they. Oh, crazy! Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. But Marissa's the she's the bomb. She's different the bomb. World. And Holy also, of shit. course, an iconic beauty of the world. Yeah, she is. All of my guy friends love freak her out when she's around. Oh I my freak God. Out. Yeah, how could you not? Yeah. I fell in love with her, and uh, well, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, but Slums of Beverly Hills. That's, oh, I love her in that. That, oh was, that, was, that was later, right? That was yeah. Yeah, she's super hot. In but that. there's a scene where she and the uh, what's her name uh, had the dildo. Are chucking dildos at each other? Yeah, that's it. Natasha Leone. Say no more. <laughs> Natasha Leone and her chucking dildos at each other. <laughs> that's really what the movie should be called. <laughs> <laughs> so you okay? So now mm-hmm. and then you throw Jason Momoa in there. I know. Like, I know what's going on. That's a crazy, like, 
I got to see like the volleyball matchups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say anymore about that. I mean, how do you feel? Is that weird, Jason? No, that man's man, well, huge. He's huge. That is true. He's a giant person. I've the thing is, you know, it's crazy because when he and my mom got together, I think I was maybe 16 years old, and he was in his he was 20 something, and he was you know he was on um star is it Battlestar? Star or Stargate Atlantis or one of those crazy and but you know he Atlantis. wasn't he wasn't on Game of Thrones didn't exist yet right um he you know he wasn't Aquaman so right it's been crazy to watch his Kurt like all him go from being I mean obviously he's always been someone that you turn your head up just because he's so beautiful looking the first time but, but I, he's got his own gravity like yeah. you can't help turn your head he like makes you turn your, your whole body the first time I met Jason <laughs> he was um I was sixteen and he was in. He was in New York to do, I think, a convention, you know, um, like a sci-fi convention. Yeah. And him and my mom had been dating, and they. So I lived in New York, and my mom lived in L.A., and they had been dating. And, um, she, I don't know if she, you know, she they've been they've been dating for a few months, and he, maybe she was pregnant, I think, but she didn't hadn't told me yet. She had just found out she was pregnant, and she realized, oh my god, you haven't met my daughter yet because I had been in school, Whoa. and I hadn't seen her for months and months. And so when he was coming to New York, I think for maybe 24 hours to do this convention, she yeah. said, you have to meet my daughter. So she called me and said, look, I'm seeing this guy. He's really great. I'd love for you to meet him. I'm not coming, but he's going to be in New York. And I was <laughs> in high school. Yeah. And so I said, okay, well, if he wants to come by after school and say hi, he can. So I'm hanging out. <laughs> it's a Friday night and I'm hanging out outside my high school with, I think, three of my like close friends who were all dudes, these little fifteen-year-old boys hanging outside. Um, <laughs> I think we're you know smoking weed or something, hanging out outside. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, we wanted to go party at our friend's house, and I was like, we have to wait because this guy, Fucking my mom, dude. Is, yeah, this guy that my mom is dating, is saying hi. I don't know. It's so weird, right? Like so weird. And then all so, so we're waiting fun. outside, and Jason comes out. Jason's car pulls up. And he gets out, and he he had dreads at the time too. That Holy were like shit. Da down to his you know back or like down his back. That's so fucking. And so funny. he gets out of the car, and he just like he's like Zozo, and he runs over to me, and he picks me up, and he's like Zozo, it's so nice to meet you. And all my little fifteen year old friends are <laughs> like looking up at this giant man, and no one knows what to do. And so you know, I'm sixteen. I don't I don't really know how to react to this. So I'm like. <laughs> Okay, well, nice to meet you. We're going to go to our friend's house now. Bye. And he's like, no, I'll give you guys a ride. Get in the car. Everyone get in the car. Yeah. So all my friends pile in the car. Holy shit. And he drives us across the park to Central Park West. And we were going up to our friend's house who, you know, his parents were these, you know, really nice, you know, Jewish people, Jewish couple who, you know, they were like the cool parents. They would let us His parents are Jewish. No, no, no. My friend's, oh, okay. the my friend's house who we oh, were going okay. to. He had these, like, a very nice Jewish family and they would let us kind of you know smoke weed and hang out and they right. were kind of you know the the cool hippie parents cool that. that's awesome so yeah gave us a place to you know do that stuff so we get to his house our friend's house and um and we're like okay well thanks for the ride and jason's like no i'm coming up with you guys i'm gonna oh. hang out with you guys <laughs> what and we're all like oh shit okay so we sneak him into our friend's room where we, like, that's where we hung out. We were 16 years old. So we're in there, we're, you know, we're listening to music. We're listening to, like, you know, Dave Matthews Band or something. Stop it. You know, and we're, and I think there's there was bongos in there. And Jason's playing bongos and we're drinking 40s and smoking weed. And we all really got on really well. So all of a sudden we're, like, partying with Jason in our friend's room. 
And then his dad comes in <laughs> with oh, a God. with a bowl of cold cherries, and he just kind of scans the room and sees Jason and freezes. And you can tell he was like, okay, there's a scary grown-up in, in the room, but I'm also afraid of him. Is this a hostage situation? He didn't know what to do, so he just says, anybody want some cold cherries? And he put the bowl down really slowly, and he just backed out of the room. Anyway, it was a great night. And that's how me and Jason met. And we've been, you know, family oh, ever since. He turned to the old he turned to the old man from Family Guy. Is that the, the pedophile one? Oh god. The is he? Is, yeah, he the is. Whistle? It wasn't he wasn't that. He, is? Okay, he wasn't that. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> Sorry, he's kinda sounded like it. I know. <laughs> That's upsetting. Yeah. yeah. The guy's like always talking asking <laughs> him to reach in his pocket. Or he's like, let's <laughs> let's play a game. Whoever takes the most Tylenol PM and Stays up the longest wins oh, or fuck. something. Right? That's upsetting. I didn't write that joke. That's a family guy joke. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other situation. Okay. Um, I Okay, so let's talk about, or right, do you want to get political? Do you want to like get like talk? To, do you want to <sighs> prank the president? Or do you, do you like that'll just make you tired. angry? No, I'm just almost tired yeah, of it. Yeah, fuck him. Forget it. I'm almost I'm tired of talking him. about that piece of shit asshole. Yeah, gonna, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, do you? That you're exactly right. Should I just tell him to fuck off? If you want to, yeah, I'm happy to tell him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. You want me to tell him to fuck off? You can tell him to fuck off. I'm gonna tell him to fuck off, and I'll um, I'll hold Dude, space for you while you do that. Fuck off. <laughs> um, you've. <laughs> Is this on Twitter? <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm texting him directly. Oh wow. Dude, Great. fuck off. You've, you've pissed us off. Yeah. For the last time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then say, also, Zoe thinks you're a piece of shit, also. Zoe. Also thinks. Also thinks you're a piece of shit. Yeah. That's good. He, good. Yeah. He'll get the picture. He'll get it. He'll get it. Um, nice. Send. Uh, now he's going to be all upset and you know, hurt. He is. Wait, what do you mean? She doesn't like me. Fuck you, Trumper. I don't understand. Oh, she you... can't like me. Oh my god, that's pretty good. Is it okay? <laughs> now he's upset. I've been a very naughty boy. Exactly. I feel like I'm more doing. Um... I've been the naughtiest boy <laughs> that's ever been, that's ever existed. The most, uh, it's most Treme un tremendously naughty. Oh, un unbelievably naughty. <laughs> that's it. Let's not give him more time. To okay. That. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking cunt. No, see, he doesn't deserve that word. He doesn't deserve that word. No, it's too like that's beautiful. A yeah, it's a beautiful it's word. Too beautiful. Good for you. You know, fuck that. You don't even get that word, Trump. He's just what he is. Yeah, he's, he's Trump. You're Trump. The worst thing you can call him is Trump. Do you know that in Portugal, I went to Portugal Comic Con, uh -huh. and they loved the whole Trump thing over there because Trumpa means shit. Does it really? Yeah, it means oh, fart amazing. shit. Amazing. Trumpa. Here comes a Trump. Trump. He was a drunk already because his name means poop. Exactly. Oh, Trump. He's a piece of poop with a with a wig on it. I'm gonna call him Trumpa from now on. Your music, mm. which I'm loving, uh, talk about Swish and Viddy. I mean, can we talk about that? Oh yeah. So well, it's is cool. that out yet? No, but we can. A... But we can talk about and can, it. And, and can we play some of it on this? Because listen, it's coming out. Um, we don't uh, know when it's coming out, but it will come out. When? I don't know. Sometime before the end of the year. So can if it's closer to the no when this comes out November one. Uh huh. Um, closer to Fantastic Beasts. Uh huh. 
Can I put some of that music in it? Yeah, totally. Cool. I'll send it to you. Great. Um, I like that you call it Swish and Vitty. What it's, is it? Well, it's called, the song's actually going to be called Tenderness. Oh, okay. Because that's what you sent to me. I know, because that was just, you know, like the temp okay. name that I like. But you you're saying Swish and Vitty in it. I'm saying Swishin' and it says Vitty because it was a video. Oh. So it was, you know. Just... Swishin' Vitty, I thought you were doing like a La Vida Loca, like Swishin' Vitty Life. Swishin', swishin Life. I'm going to write a new song called Swishin' Vitty. <laughs> swishin' Life. Um, yeah. So, what was I talking about? Okay, Lola, just Lola Wolf in general? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Your, um, whole, your whole thing. My whole thing. So, it's, uh, let's see, I've been playing music um, for, I don't know, almost eight years or something, I think. And it's always been kind of a, a side project for me, like kind of a way just to be creative, especially when I, so when I started working, when I started making music, I wasn't working a lot. So I just wanted to find a way to still be active and creative when I wasn't being hired to do anything else, you know, instead of just sitting around. Fuck so yeah. That's really where it was born um, out of just necessity to, to, to make things. Yeah, that's what Don Peyote was born out of. I mean, it's great. It's great when you have time and you, um, you're able to just create your own art yeah. from the ground up. Yeah. Um, so it's been harder and harder to put focus and time into it because now I'm very, I'm very lucky and I'm, I'm working a lot. Um, but we've been working on this last record for almost two years and it's mostly just because it's been very start-stop because I can't just dedicate you know, two months of my life to one thing at the moment. Um, the video I saw was awesome. Thanks. I'm excited about that. When's that? You don't know when that's coming out. I don't. This is how. This is like we're so disorganized. Um, it'll come it out, out when, now, the, when the when the music when the music comes out because we did but that a while. Can you release it as a sing single? To... Yeah, we can. We just we did that with another song called "Baby I'm Dying," um, a few like last year. Yeah. And I want to just release music now because because we should just do we should just release all of it. So we will, and we'll do it. I think by the end of the year. Okay. Um, yeah. That video is very good. Thanks. I like it. Thank you very much. It's um, vibey. Yeah. So wait, are you doing anything for the? Um, you know, we're doing this holiday album. And oh uh, yes. Yeah. And um, are you doing something for the album? I mean, all I've been told is that by Ezra one time that we're doing a holiday album. But I'm I'm into this plan. Okay. When are we doing? Because the it's, it's uh, the window is closing, and I'm and no I'm, one's told me about it. I'm very it. pissed off. I mean, no one's you. someone. Mentioned it when we were all in London, but no one's <coughs> followed up. Have you recorded people, it? Yeah, I have. I did a song with Allie, which is... Um, Who's organizing this? It's the... Um, it was Allie and my brainchild, and then Kevin Gore uh, and Warner Brothers. They kind of took it and... And no one's calling me. No one called you. Who did I upset? <laughs> I don't know, sweetheart. <laughs> but I want you on it. I want to do it. No. We are, uh, I did something with Allie, which was uh, Baby's Cold Outside. Yeah, great. Okay? And um, But we switched the part, so I, I sing the- The girl part? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. cool. And I think it fits our- that song is so weird when you really is. listen to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she being roofied? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. So now he's being roofied, which is much better. Which we love, you know? Um, so now, so now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's better. It's like, well, you know, it's like, you know the drink is magical. It's a spell <laughs> on him as opposed to chemicals. Yes. Uh, which is fun. Uh, I mean, the, not are the Are you chemicals. singing it as your character? I'm singing it as me, but alluding to our characters. Cool. Um, I, 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 yeah, yeah, you have, yes, yeah, I we do. Um, the other song that we're working on, that Ezra, I'm, I'm working with Ezra. Uh -huh. Okay. Is it all duets? No. Okay. No. Some people did their own things, and you should. You should. I think that you. Who should. Who else is on the album? Um, I can. Uh, I know that. Um, 
Jessica Williams did. Uh, I guess she's more in it later, but yeah. she did. Um, uh, Jingle Bell Rock or something. Nice. Yeah. I don't know who did I upset. No one. No, no one. You have, you have upset no one. Well, I'm just wondering why I wasn't invited to sing. You were invited. Do you want to sing a little bit on my crazy song with me and Ezra? What is it? No, I want my own fucking song. Okay, well, well then, I, <laughs> then I'll make sure I'll argue. Okay. I'll argue for that. Thanks. I'll make sure that you come and you want to sing one. What do you want to sing? Let's I figure don't it know. out. What should I sing? Um, What's Christmas your favorite song. Christmas or, you know, um, any kind of holiday song? Uh, Mostly Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sing a Kwanzaa song? Yes. Um, we would love that. that. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Okay. But like something. That's I don't know. Uh, Figure it out, please. Silent Night or drummer, Little Drummer Boy or um, Silent Night, Little Drummer Boy. Let me write it down right now. Or uh, Silent I mean, Night, or Little Drummer Boy. Rocking around the Christmas tree. What's that song called? Si- Have a happy holiday. What's that song called? Rocking around. I yeah. know that Ezra wanted to do Drummer Boy. You could oh, do he it can with, have it. No, no, you should do it with him. You know the duet, the classic duet with, with the harmony. Bowie and the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we can do that. Let's do that, drummer boy with Ezra, right? What about I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus? That's wonderful too. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure it happens because the fucking window's closing. Okay, and it would be absurd not to have you on it. Yeah, I'll feel upset. I would th- start to throttle someone. It's holiday. I'm so into holidays. Okay. You don't know. You don't know how I feel about. My holidays. thing is a Hanukkah, Hanukkah song. What are you What are you saying? Okay, so. So ever since I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, I, I've always listened to the, um, the, you know, that song where they light the menorah. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, Hanukkah come light the menorah. Let's have a party, we'll all dance a horror. Gather around the table, we'll give you a treat. And while we are sleeping, the candles are burning low. So I turned into a rock song. I'm into it. I know you are. That's why I wanted One to. One for each night. And I, I think that you should add to it. Because you're a nice Jewish girl. I am a nice Jewish girl. I'm going to send it to you. If you're you right. If you want to add a little lovely lady part sing, to it. Yeah, yeah. I have lady parts. <laughs> but it needs that feminine vibe because it's very it's very manly right now with me and Ezra. I, mean, yeah. I don't know about that. Ezra's well, Ezra, okay, Ezra, actually, Ezra hasn't <laughs> added his part yet. So it's just very manly with me. I'm I very, can sing a, uh, but you'll Go see. Down Moses. Oh, Way yeah. down in Egypt land, oh, my. hello, oh, Pharaoh, let my people go. I love that. Should do that. Please. Okay. For the love of God. Let's do it. We'll do it very like jazzy like that. It'll be cool. Go down, Moses. <sighs> Way down in Egypt land, hello, oh, Pharaoh, let my people go. Hey. Wow. Can we do that with like a jazz band? That'd I would fun. love that. Okay. You have like a Billie Holiday thing. Though. I love that she's one of my, I mean, I love that kind of music. But you had that in your voice. Thanks. Tinny. Tinny, baby. Tinny. That's fucking great. <laughs> love it. I love it. Good. And we're, we're going to make this happen. Okay. Um, I should do that because I'd like to rep for my, my Jewish so, side. <laughs> I love that. So fuck the president. Um, okay. Holiday songs. Fuck the president. Okay. I, so... Uh, okay, I'm gonna ixnay that. Fuck that guy. He should. He shouldn't get a second he of get our, our time. time. <laughs> no, no, you don't get it. I'm sorry. So, who? I'm sorry. Who? I don't know who he is. Some cack. Some cack. It's cock and asshole together. Cack. You cack. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I gotta ask you about Mad Max Fury Road. Before, oh yeah. Because that was 
I'm, I, you know, this is 40X experience, right? So we just, you ever seen the 40X movie? No, and this is the thing. You were explaining it to me, and I and we, I want to know more. We should go see this a yes. 40X movie together sometime. Because yes. you're, you're, no, you're in the city. We yes. should do this. Let's I, do it. And we go see, I go see movies with big groups of people all the time. It's oh, like, I love it's it. It's like fucking fun. So the seats move, there's wind, you know. That is so cool. I can't believe We'll go see Fantastic Beasts together like that. And is it certain theaters that do it? Is that yeah, how? Union Square and okay. uh, Ewok. Okay, yes, let's do it. Okay, so Mad Max Fury Road, I didn't get to see in 40X. I didn't fucking have to. That's the one movie out of the last century that I've seen. It's that intense was on its own. so visually, audibly visceral it just shakes you yeah um i've i saw the movie maybe five times in movie wow yeah yeah amazing uh, yeah um because i you know i was a fan of the first movies but um i mel gibson broke my heart so I, yeah. I, I can't watch them anymore but now this is a new generation of it tom hardy whom i love and the cast and and charlie's holy fuck i know what about us right? holy shit i don't know so Give me a t sense of what it was like, um, the craziest moments on that set. I mean, it was a very interesting, crazy experience. Um, so, so first of all, I had been cast. I think I was the second person they cast. Um, Who was the first person? Her or him? I think it was Nicholas Holt. Or wow. maybe it was her. I, I meant Nicholas. Love Nick. Yeah, he's great. I think it was Nick because... Huh. And then maybe Charlize, but I, so. So Nick is the guy who sprays the stuff on his face yes. and, uh, you know, yeah. a witness. That yeah, guy. witness me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, because I sent in a tape and then went in again Crazy. and then and then they were doing ses sessions with um, with girls and with possible Maxes. So I read with someone else who ended up not getting the part. Hmm. Um, and so they cast me. And then I think cast Nick and possibly Charlize and maybe they had already cast Tom. I'm not sure. But I remember being, I think, the second person they cast. Wow. And we were supposed to shoot in Australia. Mm -hmm. And then the area we were supposed to shoot, which um, I can't remember the name right now, but it's usually like this like desolate, just desert with nothing there. And Australia had had an insane amount of rain that year and it started to just bud flowers and so it looked totally different it looked totally different it should have looked dead it should have looked dead mm. and they said we can't shoot here right so they pushed the movie the entire year if not more and they i think crushed a lot of the cars like they had to just kind of start again crazy. and move the entire production to africa Fuck crazy crazy so this was just like it was such a long saga of my life of getting this role and getting ready to go and i actually think i I had gotten rid of my apartment because I had gotten X-Men and then was supposed to go straight from doing X-Men to doing Mad Max. So I was like, I'm going to be gone for basically over a year. So I'm going to get rid of my apartment. How old are you at that point? I think I'm 21. 2021. 20, Fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a lot of... Uh, but then it didn't, it didn't happen. So all of a sudden I had no house. And I that's had no a place lot. to live. And I Holy had to find a new fuck. apartment. It was It was a crazy thing. Um, I think I broke up with a boyfriend because I was like, I'm leaving forever. Did you go to acting school or no? I went to a year of acting you said, school. You fuck it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I mean, not fuck it. I learned a lot. So I went to Sweet yeah. Purchase for a year. It's a four-year program. But you were born with a lot, so you didn't have to. I was just, you know, I like we said earlier, I was given a lot of opportunities and help, and I was getting these auditions and every once in a while. And they yeah. were really strict about not auditioning or, or missing class. I was getting callbacks and stuff, so I just. But thought, you're an old soul. Like you're not even. You're gonna be thirty soon. Thirty. <laughs> Happy birthday! Thanks. <laughs> That's great. 
I'm I mean, so... you look like you're 16. I know. So. I have a baby. You have a baby, baby face. face. I have a baby face. Okay. So anyway, so I. Okay. Sorry. So I, no, no. Don't. So I'm just. We're stoned. So I'm going to let that off topic. Um, so Mad Max gets, gets pushed a year. That's crazy. And then. Um, so they move everything to Africa. And so we shoot. I, we go to Namibia. This small town called Swakopmund. Whoa. In Namibia. And there's really not a lot there. I mean, it's, right. you know, it's... Can't order pizza. Mm-mm. It's beautiful, but it's also, it was it was their winter time, and it's kind of cold, and there's just... It was just really, it felt like living on the edge of the earth. And we were there for six months, and we not, almost none of the movie is green screen. So we're really in that environment every day oh with, God. With, with the cars, with... Everyone in costume, just, I mean, you, you're, we were living in that world. Was that sandstorm real, partially, or? The sandstorm was not CGI, real. okay. But just the environment was totally real. We never shot on a soundstage. That, that was the most impressive sandstorm I've ever seen in a movie. Crazy, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, the part where I get lifted up and. Yeah. Like, all that's real. None of it's not real. <laughs> what do you mean? You I mean, I'm on a, on a harness and there's, yeah, yeah and, and they pick me up and around. we're really moving and we're really in the Did you the feel middle. like you were in danger? No, that... it was so fun. It okay. was like Cirque du Soleil. It was nuts. Cirque du Soleil. It was amazing. The guy on the, with the guitar on the Cirque Oh, my God, yes. Who I think he with wanted. The... Um, George Miller kept on saying he wanted Jack White to play that part, but he wouldn't do it. He's like, I'm not going to bungee was... like a maniac. And also for six months. That would have been amazing. Though. I know. That was, I think, his inspiration Jack for that Jack White. Part. Um, but anyway, it was incredible. It was, but Tom Hardy's big thing was like, so I almost got fucking killed 18 times. I mean, it It was crazy (laughs) and it was freezing and we're wearing very little clothing and, and the whole movie really is, you know, us in a car. So we're there every single day. I mean, it's even when we, when we have nothing to do, we're there, Right. you know? So it really, we were living in the movie that you saw for For, six months months. and everyone went a little crazy. I mean, it was it was fun and it was an adventure and you then had it was your own little sad Burning Man and it was what well, was funny because I was so bummed I was missing Burning Man. Oh fuck! And I was like, wait a minute, look where this you is are. Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on drugs, but look where I am. Exactly. Um, this is the OG Burning Man. That's upsetting. Um, but it was just you know, peop- it was intense. It was just intense. You know, it was everything. It was good. It was bad. It was scary. It was intense. It was just nuts. And and it was so hard to make that I remember when we I went to the screening the first screening yeah. I, I was like if it's not good I'm really gonna I'm gonna have a breakdown because this has been so many years of my life I was away from my friends and family right. for half a, half a year straight I didn't think yeah. I, don't, I didn't really go home or anything and then it wins Academy Awards and then it wins a bunch of Academy Awards and it's just amazing yeah. I mean I remember when we watched I was, it at Cannes, I was so happy that it won those awards I was like yeah I saw that movie five fucking times I mean it was a masterpiece like, yeah, it was yeah. a fucking masterpiece yeah. and I realized when we saw the movie at Cannes that it there's one point where we finally stop for a moment and it gets quiet and I was like I haven't breathed oh. in like oh. an hour <laughs> like right. I've been like this for an hour you yeah. know and then all of a sudden you're like oh Anyway, it's somewhere inside that that's that storm. Yeah, it cl- quiets for two fucking seconds. Yeah, and you realize, oh my god, I've yeah. just been yeah. on the edge of my seat. Yeah. this entire time. Yeah, I love that movie. And it was also, you know, it sounded like hell to make, but I it love was it. hell to make, but it was so worth it. And also, things that great require yeah. that you know that Blood, level sweat, of and tears. yeah. And George Miller is and insanity and it, true insanity. Um, George Miller is such a genius. We were all like, wait, so the story is we go to one place and then we're like, never mind. And then we turn around and go back. Yeah. 
And he was like, yeah, that's it. It's what it needs to happen. And we're like, trust oh, me. Okay. Right. And, you know, we have no dialogue almost, but then he was, you know, he brought, you know who Eve Ensler is? Yeah. He brought Eve Ensler to do a week long. What? Yeah. So I we love were, Eve. Eve. Eve's amazing. We, I've been doing, oh, I just saw her one woman show. We oh my God, I want to see it. It was a trippy. She's, I mean, she's just such a powerhouse. For the last, for the last moment, it was just like, tr she transports you to the middle of, I'm not going to give it away. The con is she in the, is it about the Congo? Basically, she transports yeah. you there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, he, wow, that's our so, characters. That's, that's, even, that's even like a million times cooler. I know, because that's how deep George goes, Holy though, you know? Shit. So he, you know, our characters were basically sex slaves for the Immortan, and he wanted us to understand the gravity of what that meant and right. where what we were running from this whole time. Right. And so he had Eve come and work with us and oh educate God. us on, yeah. you know, she's worked with, you know, women who have been, you know, victims to sex trafficking and, and genital mutilation and just, you know, telling us about that world and in the Congo. And um, it really gave us so much to work off of. And um, yeah, I love was, to hear that it was that it was like. Yeah, like, he went deep. Because it is a theatrical experience. And to bring a, a, a theater icon in like that, it's like. But he didn't just want a bunch of cute girls in the back of a car. Right, he no. really wanted he us wanted to. He wanted layers. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Why are you running from this thing, you know? Wow. So. Well, you can feel that in the performances. That's, there there yeah. isn't a lot of dialogue, but it's no. heavy. I mean, you feel the heaviness in the movie. Every little every little bip and boop. And when, they're, and when you do speak, you feel it, you know, because yeah. there's so little dialogue. So. You want to take a breather because I want to make sure we got all this gold oh, yeah. uh, recorded. And, and then we'll come back and then talk about. Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. The Crimes of Grindelwald? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, make sure you check out the second part of Zoe's interview in our follow-up podcast, which is all fantastic beasts and crimes of Grindelwald related. It's coming out right around the premiere of the movie. All right, see you later.